0: All right, this is the John Smith Show. If you want to be a caller, the number is 602-475-2000. You may be watching us on Say What You Will Radio on the YouTube channel, or you may be listening to Good Talk Radio. This will be the last live show of the week. We got uh, Thanksgiving coming up, and we do say Thanksgiving here on the John Smith Show. Uh, Well, let's look at uh, some of the stories that we're going to cover. Let's see. Okay, so uh, the OANN network, the OWN network, has been suspended from YouTube. We'll talk about that. Colin Kaepernick, uh, on the same day the NFL celebrates a landmark moment, Colin Kaepernick says he's been denied employment. Hmm. Isn't that a shame? Well, AOC and Ilhan Omar, they want to block Biden's former chief of staff. Man, there's a war going on in the Democratic Party, isn't there? Uh, A little bit of football NFL news. It looks like the Steelers and Ravens will play Thanksgiving night. Uh, The CDC tells Americans to avoid alcohol and signing. I'm sorry, singing. During Thanksgiving gatherings. Yeah, no singing, no alcohol. We'll see how that works out. Not going to happen in my house. Uh, Republican Maryland governor says no one has a constitutional right to walk around without a mask. He's a Republican. Hmm. I guess he was frustrated with the mask skeptics out there. Uh, We told you about a story about Gavin Newsom going to a dinner party. It was supposedly outside, and it was only 12 people, and everybody was wearing masks and staying uh, socially distanced. However, that all turned out to be a lie, even the 12 people. I'll tell you about that. Oh, and I have a nice uh, heartwarming socialism story to tell you about. Yeah, that'll make you all feel uh, warm and fuzzy. And there's a couple other things I want to talk about as well if we can fit it into tonight's show. But, man, I'll tell you what, it's, it's a busy news cycle out there. There is so much going on. It's hard to keep up, and it's hard to pick what stories to fill into the show, to be honest with you. Uh, again, if you want to be a caller tonight, this show is as much about your opinions as it is mine. Uh, the number is 602-475-2000, or you can use the live chat. Now, I want to talk about, real quick, I want to talk about this story first. Because there are so many people that are pushing socialism in this country. So I thought I would share a nice, harm, uh, you know, heartwarming Story about Venezuela and socialism, because that's what everybody wants, right? That's what all the college kids want. That's what uh, a lot of the uh, millennials want. Not everybody, but a lot. So I thought I'd share this story. This comes from Venezuela, and the headline is Starving Venezuelan Prisoners Kill and Eat Prison Directors Rottweiler. Well, that's, isn't, doesn't that just warm your heart a little bit? Doesn't that, doesn't that just make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside? You know, because that's where we're headed in the country. That's what everybody wants. That's uh, Venezuela. Yeah. That's the, uh, the model of the, uh, the modern United States liberals' utopia. Can't wait till that happens. I can't wait till I have to eat. A dog. Hopefully uh, it won't be anybody I know. A group of prisoners in the Venezuelan state of Carabobo was forced to kill a Rottweiler for food to fight off starvation. The Human Rights NGO Venezuelan Prisoners Observatory revealed on Sunday. The Argentine outlet uh, reported that Family members of the inmates told OVP that the their incarcerated relatives were forced to kill the canine as they were dying from hunger. Boy, that's nice. Remember last night? I don't know if you watched the show last night or you listened to the podcast, but uh, I told you last night that these liberals running around in this country roaming free and having plenty to eat, they should be forced to to go down to Venezuela for six months to live. And uh, no coming home early either, because we want you to have the full experience. We think six months would allow for that. So we wanna send you down to Venezuela for a minimum of six months. If you like it and you love it, then you can stay. If you hate it and you wanna leave, well, you can, but there's a caveat. We're going to, we're going to fly you directly from Venezuela and we're going to fly you up to Cuba for another six months. And then after Cuba, by the time you may or may not have had enough, you know, socialism by then, I don't know. Uh, but if you love it, you can stay just like Venezuela. You love it. You can stay in Cuba. If not, you got to leave Cuba and then we'll drop you off into communist China for another six months. And then finally, again, if you if you love it, you can stay. If you don't, then you're going to end your little uh, socialist vacation by spending six months up in North Korea. So if you didn't have enough dog meat in Venezuela or Cuba or enough bat meat in China You might have to, who knows what you're eating in North Korea? Who knows? You might be eating the guy you bunked with the night before. You never know. That's the beauty of socialism, and that's what all of these uh, left-wingers crave. It's amazing how you can crave something that you've never had. But once you take a bite of that, I don't think you're going to be craving it much longer. So I guess after two years in the uh, socialist tour of the world, then if you decide you want to come back to the United States, you can. And uh, we'll see, you know, we'll interview you then. We'll talk to you about your experiences then. And the first question is, why are you back? We gave you four opportunities, four wonderfully socialist societies. How come you're back? That's my question. That would be my first question. Oh, uh, let's see. The incident took place, back to the article, at the El Libertador, Libertador, I'm not sure I say that, prison facility in Umbré Nuevo, Carabobo State. Family members expressed concerns at the severity of the punishment they may receive for killing the dog. Well, at least they got to eat. Uh, The people in the prison know that uh, what they have is hunger and they punish them inhumanely. One of the relatives told the prisoner observatory una ventana a la libertad, I guess, whatever that is. What they did uh, with the animal is wrong, but hunger is serious. No, it wasn't wrong. It wasn't wrong. It's a dog. It's not a human being. It's a dog. It's meat. Just because it has a leash on it doesn't mean it's not going to be dinner someday. That's what happens in a socialist society. Uh, Especially, they say, if they have gone a long time without eating a full meal. Now they won't even give them the rice that they distribute to everyone. So they were starving. So they ate the dog. So the punishment is to starve them even more. Boy, I would like to just round up about, I don't know, maybe a dozen little ASU fascists down there on the campus and I mean like real fascists I'm talking about like you know like your Marxists and send them just you know all expaid, all expense paid trip down to Venezuela and just drop them off in the middle of the, of the streets down there and just let them figure it out if you brought let's say a dozen Venezuelan students, and you dropped them off into, say, the middle of Phoenix, what do you think their odds of survival are versus taking 12 ASU Marxists, little, little punk Marxists, and dropping them off in the middle of Venezuela? Who do you think's going to survive? Who do you think's going to perish sooner? That should tell you all you need to know. Back to the article, making matters worse was the fact that the pet belonged to the former prison director. The inmates referred to her, oh, as princess. Oh, I bet. The dog or the uh, the director? As part of their punishment, the inmates were not allowed to receive food from their relatives outside. This version of events was corroborated by several other relatives who spoke to Una Ventana. A la Libertad. Here, those who receive the food, keep part of it for themselves, one of the inmates' fathers told the organization. They do not deliver the complete packages. When it's time to visit and we talk to our family member, we find out that there were things missing sometimes. Meals and cakes are not delivered complete. They always grab a few slices. Well, yeah, absolutely, that's how it works. i'm sure the guards don't get that much food either so when it comes to their opportunity to steal from the inmates and have a slice of cake they're going to take full advantage of that you make the sacrifice where you don't have it since everything is very expensive for you to take your things to them Well, yeah what wait a minute you're in a socialist society everything should be free I don't get that. Maybe uh, maybe if there's a, a little ASU Marxist listening to the show, you can give me a call and explain to me how everything is so expensive in a free society. Hmm. That just confuses me a bit. Uh, taking what is not yours is a crime, added another distressed mother. They stole food from my son's parcel last week. They left the container almost empty. May God rebuke them because they are perverse, inhuman, and heartless. Oh, come on. They're just good socialists. Come on. Uh, Such shocking reports of eating pet animals for nutrition have become commonplace in socialist Venezuela. Wait a minute. How can that be? How can this beautiful... South American utopia lead to eating animals. How can this be commonplace? It says that they're currently in the midst of the worst economic and hum- humanitarian crisis in its history. What I, I am just I, I'm I'm just baffled. I just don't understand this because this everything that AOC and her Marxist friends promise it sounds so wonderful doesn't it? You're going to get your free education. You're going to get your free health care. You're going to get your free housing. You're going to get paid to stay home in your beautiful government furnished home. This sounds really good. I don't understand why they're having an economic and humanitarian crisis in Venezuela when that's That's socialism. I don't know. Maybe if you voted for Bernie. I will give you your free health care. Everything will be free. I will give you your free education. We will not pay for anything like that. I promise you. If you voted for that guy. Tell me. Why is Venezuela. A total crap hole. Hmm interesting Speaking of crap. I want to let Ranger Rob Tell you all about his pet poopy bags. Give me one second to get it all queued up Hello friends, this is Ranger Rob and I'd like to talk to you about dog poop. That's right dog poop I invented Ranger Rob pet poopy bags a very large bag with handles My bags support large and small dogs and smell like lemon. They are strong and affordable. You can find Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags at Amazon. They come in sheets or in rolls and come with a dispenser. Once you try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, you'll never want to go back. So come join us. Go to Amazon and try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags today. All right, so we're talking about the utopian society of Venezuela and how just wonderful socialism has done down there. And the people seem to be really, you know, really taken off down there. I mean, they seem to be just following their dreams, you know, I mean, okay. So they're starving, you know, I mean, so that's just a minor setback. So, So killing animals and eating dogs has become commonplace. I mean, you know, that aside, that aside, I'm sure it's just an amazing, wonderful society down there. I just, you know, you got to take the good with the bad, right? I'm sure they have some of that really good spicy sauce. I'm sure it's everywhere. Everybody has it. You just put a little bit of that on, on Fido. Hmm, that sounds good. Yeah? Hmm. Although conditions in Venezuelan prisons are some of the harshest in the world, millions of people living on the outside have also turned to eating domestic pets and wild animals to stay alive. In 2018, there were also reports that some inmates in Bolivar had started eating pigeons and rats and other rodents due to the lack of necessary nutrition. As a result of the lack of food, as well as the rise in violence, suicide, and lack of medical treatment. Wait, what do you mean? Don't they have the free? Don't they have free medical? They've got to have free medical there. I mean, after all, the United States, we, we don't care about our people. We make you go out and get a job to get medical insurance. Or once you retire, we cover you with Medicare. Or if you're on welfare, we cover you with Medicaid. But we've got such a horrible system up here. It sounds like Venezuela's system is so much better. Many Venezuelans have entered the prison and never came out. Last year, the OVP revealed that more than 7,000 people have died in the country's prison facilities since Hugo Chavez' socialist regime seized power in 98. Hmm. Well, that just sounds like a god-awful place. It's a dystopian nightmare. And sadly, stories like this will never be shared down at ASU. They only talk about the good parts of socialism, but there, which there aren't any, let's face it. They talk about it as if it's, such It's so fair and equitable. Hmm. Maybe instead of six months in Venezuela, we could send our ASU comrades down there for, I don't know, maybe six hours. They'll figure it out. They're not stupid. They're just uneducated because of the Marxist teachers and professors that they have. So we can't really blame them. Part of the blame has to fall on us, too, because we've allowed our schools to be inundated with radical leftism. Pretty terrifying stuff. Uh, Let's go back to uh, the first story I was going to talk about. OWN News, O-A-N-N. I guess that stands for... uh, I don't know, something American News Network. I forget what it stands for. Uh, One American News Network. I might be right about that. Anyway, YouTube suspended them. They completely demonetized the channel over a COVID-19 cure video. Hmm. I guess if you don't toe the party line, if you don't say exactly what YouTube believes in, big. Well, I mean, you don't have to be that big. They suspended my video about a week ago because I talked about masks being BS. And they are. YouTube has suspended the One American News Network. Oh, I was right. From posting new content for one week and has completely demonetized the channel after the pro-Trump news network reportedly unloaded a uh, video touting a non-approved cure for COVID-19. According to Axios, YouTube has been criticized for allowing OWN News to spread misinformation using its platform, particularly around coronavirus and the election, adding this marks the Google-owned service's first crackdown against OWN. Why can we not have the freedom of speech? I I don't get that. Why are people like YouTube and Axios and everybody else, why are you so afraid to have a difference of opinion? Why are you so scared? I don't get it. I really don't. For so long, the conservatives have been told that we're the ones that are intolerant because we disagree with abortion or we disagree with homosexuality or we disagree with transgenderism and we disagree with all this other leftist crap. And we were called the intolerant ones. See, but here's the big lie. This is the big lie. We've tolerated their nonsense forever. Forever. Because most conservatives just want to be left alone to live their life their way. They don't want to be told how to live their life. They don't want to be told what their kids can and can't eat at a school lunch. They don't want to be told what they can and can't put on the radio. How they can and can't live their life. Who they can and can't hire. Who they can and can't live next to. You see, the left is nothing but a huge control machine. And they come up with everything that is anti-God. That is their stance. Abortion is anti-God. That's the stance they take. Homosexuality is anti-God. That's the stance they take. Letting criminals out of prison. I don't think God would be all for that. I really don't. That's the stance they take Open borders And a worldwide socialist government Anti-God That's the stance they take Everything they do Is on the opposite Of what this country was founded on And if you don't toe the line They want you destroyed That's what, that's what the whole cancel culture is about That's what critical race theory is about. That's what leftism is about. That's what it is. It's anti-American. And I don't care what you say or what you were taught or what you believe. This country was founded on biblical principles. It's all through the writings of the founding fathers. So don't give me this BS that this wasn't a Christian country, because it was. But they're terrified. They're terrified of allowing the other side to speak. Going back to the article, if OWN wants to re-monetize the channel, they will need to reapply to YouTube's partner program. If they receive two more strikes, their account will be terminated. The cancel crew at Sleeping Giants, Uh, that's some crew, I guess, on uh, Twitter, who seek to silence uh, divergent opinions under the guise of fighting misinformation. Yeah, who determines that? Really? Who are the purveyors of all this correct information, this truth? Who are the purveyors of truth? the people that despise the country, the people that deny God and God's existence? Are those the people that you want to be the purveyors of truth? The people that put themselves in the center of the universe instead of a higher power? Yeah, I don't think so. Anyway, uh, they seek uh, to silence divergent opinions under the guise of fighting Misinformation. They celebrated, uh, though uh, not, or I'm sorry, yeah, though not without knocking YouTube for not taking more aggressive action against the news network. Uh, the Sleeping Giants tweeted on uh, November 24th, confirmed Owen has been temporarily suspended and de- uh, demonetized by YouTube for airing COVID disinformation. This should, uh, and uh, Oh, this should, and the second strike for the network, I guess it should be the second strike for the network, but YouTube is extraordinarily unreliable when it comes to these strikes, bending the rolls regularly for particular outlets. They go on to say, don't forget that YouTube has played a large part in building OWN's audience and recommending their videos with COVID disinformation leads lives lost. Yeah, let's talk about covid misinformation masks. Anybody want to talk about masks? Because everybody thinks on the left that you have to wear them and they will get in your face if you don't. But the truth. Well, let's not get into it. I've beat that, that horse. Uh, They go on to say, if YouTube doesn't take this seriously, they're incredibly complicit. Oh, boy, that sounds like they're threatening YouTube. Sleeping giants. Uh, meanwhile, conservative uh, news outlet The Federalist has jumped from YouTube to Rumbler after years of throttling our page and restricting our reach. Eventually, half the country will end up on Parler and Rumble. I, for one, John Smith, I am on. I'm not on Rumble, but I am on Parlor. You can find me at RealJohnSmith. Anyway, there you go. Uh, more, uh, more speech Nazis. That would be sleeping giants. The speech Nazis. Kaepernick. Oh boy. Jeez, uh, I can't believe this goofball's still in the news. It's like David A. Uh, Hog or whatever his name is from Florida. I'm fine. I'm. I'm so glad that clown finally is is gone. Maybe he's not. Maybe I just haven't stumbled across. Any news about David Hogg, But uh, glad he's gone. Now, if only if only Colin Kaepernick would go away. Uh, this is from CNN. It was a Monday that threw into sharp focus the issues of diversity and inclusion that faced the NFL for the first time in the league's history. The seven man crew officiating the Monday night football game between the Los Angeles Rams and Tampa Bay Buccaneers were black. Okay. But did they call a good game? That's all that matters. It doesn't matter. Like, well, I don't know why the left is so obsessed with skin color. They're clearly the racists. They don't, they don't see it that way, but they clearly are. But at the end of the day, I want to make sure that the officiating crew is calling a good game and they're being fair. You know, that's all I care about. If there's a hold, call it. If there's pass interference, call it. If it was a touchdown, call it. If it was a fumble, call it. Make the calls. That's all I care about because I really don't care what race the uh, officiating team is I don't care if they're women I don't care if they're men. I don't care I just want you to call a good game but everybody over at CNN is just consumed with race so that's a story. Uh, however on the back to the article on the same day that the NFL celebrated such a momentous occasion, Colin Kaepernick tweeted out a video of himself training the former, uh, with the former San Francisco 49ers teammate, Eric Reed, along with the caption, 1,363 days of being denied, on a, a denied employment. Wait a minute. This is the same ass, this guy. This is the same clown who got a multi-million dollar contract for Nike. This is also the same clown that walked away from the San Francisco 49ers When he still had a year in his contract, and I recall it was in the double-digit millions. This guy is such a liar. He is such a buffoon. I can't believe that people even put him, that they even talk about this idiot. He goes on to cry or uh, say, I'm sorry, still putting in work. With Eric Reed still going hard five days a week. Still ready, hashtag. Stop running, hashtag. Well, you made your bed, Kaepernick. You're poison. You've made yourself poisonous. You're the one that walked away from your employer. And Here's the kicker. You made millions and millions of dollars, both from the NFL and Nike. And you're not a good quarterback. And you never were. You might have had one or two good games, but you were never a great quarterback. You were just a dude, man. Just a dude that made a horrible series of life decisions. And you're still moaning and groaning about it. You're a multi-millionaire and you still cry about how unfair the United States is. Again, I would recommend you check out Venezuela for six months. You can join uh, the little ASU Marxists and go on a little field trip down to Venezuela. And if you like it, you can stay. If you don't like it, then you get six months in Cuba. If you like it in Cuba, you can stay. If you don't like it in Cuba, then you get six months in communist China. And the same thing with them. If you like it, you can stay. If not, you get six months in North Korea. And if you're not dead by the end of that much socialism and you want to come back to the United States, I have one question for you. Why? Why do you want to come home? Is there any way someone can pay this clown just to shut his mouth? That would be amazing. Uh, Kaepernick's one-minute video, which accompanies his tweet, opens with a counter showing the number of days the 33-year-old has been Without an NFL team. Oh. And that's sad. Mm. What follows is a montage of Kaepernick throwing the ball to Reed, filmed at a number of different football fields. This is almost Uncle Rico type of stuff, dude. You're like, you're getting to the point where you're starting to be a little bit like Uncle Rico. And if you don't know who that is, I would highly recommend you watch. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite Uncle Rico obviously is Napoleon's uh, uncle in the movie and all he does is sit around and make videos of himself throwing the football and dreaming about what could have been I can't believe this this just hit me like a like a like a football to the face Colin Kaepernick has become Uncle Rico. Pathetic. I mean, it's really, Uncle Rico was funny because he was written to be funny. Kaepernick being Uncle Rico is not funny. It's pathetic. Well, it's kind of funny. I gotta tell you, I gotta share this one with my son as soon as the show's over. That This is perfect. Oh, and trust me, this will be all over uh, Parler and Facebook. And I might even go back to my Twitter account to throw that out there. Colin Kaepernick is now Uncle Rico. Oh, boy. Uh, Reed runs a number of different routes while Kaepernick shows off the different throws and his arm strength. As the lyrics in the background ask repeatedly, What makes you different? Oh, there's plenty of what makes you different. Sure is, Cappy. Uncle Rico. Uh, The video finishes by cutting to black and the words, hashtag still ready. In June, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell encouraged teams to sign Kaepernick. Isn't that weird? The NFL didn't immediately respond to CNN's request for comment regarding Kaepernick's social post. That's because they were all laughing. I can't be the only one that figured out this whole Uncle Rico deal. Uh, It is just over a year ago that Kaepernick held his public workout where teams were able to observe him training. Oh, my God. I can't talk about him. I can't. I can't. You know what I can talk about and I'm going to talk about? I'm going to talk about Greyfeather Farms. I'm going to talk about their crack attack gift bag that they have for sale. The Crack Attack cream is absolutely awesome. I'm waiting for the Crack Attack lotion to show up, but you can see it on the the live feed here. There's Crack Attack in the cream and Crack Attack in the lotion. And uh, you order today, you'll get both along with that beautiful gift bag, and you're going to get free shipping only if you use the link under this video. If you're listening to the podcast, it's also in the podcast description as well. You'll see it at Farm. It's an Etsy link. It ends in Smith, S-M-I-T-H. You use that link, you're going to get free shipping, and you will you can get that beautiful gift bag for that special lady in your life. But, hey, guys use it too. I actually use the Crack Attack Cream on my head, and, man, it's the best stuff I've found. It's all natural. It's emu oil. Uh, it's an emu oil product. It's fantastic stuff. I highly encourage you to check it out. Make sure you use the link under this video. All right, let's not talk about Kaepernick anymore. That dude gets under my skin. But, uh, you know, and then I jump right in. Let's. How about we stay with sports for a minute here? I was going to talk about AOC and Elon Omar, but I don't know. You know, this is the last show of the week. I got to make it light a little bit. I got to talk about things that I enjoy. Can't be talking about, uh, you know, politics all the time. Uh, The report, NFL says Thanksgiving game still on despite mounting positive COVID cases at Ravens facility. Oh, well, couldn't happen to a nicer team. On uh, Monday, the Baltimore Ravens learned a positive COVID tests for three important players. I think they're all important. Yeah, you know, you got 11 people on each side. They're kind of important. On Tuesday, a report had surfaced uh, that there are even more positive tests. Jeff Zrebiak, I don't know if I'm saying that right, on Twitter, said per sources, the Ravens have as many as four new positive tests for COVID-19 today after learning of four others on Sunday night. All told, since Sunday night, there's been at least 10 positive tests. So there were four and then four more. And that equals 10. Uh, Jeff must have went to ASU for his math uh, degree program. Uh, not all players, coaches, and support staff members included. Ah, there we go. Very good. Okay. That makes sense. Thanks for clearing that up, Jeff. Uh, the Ravens uh, reacted to the positive tests on Monday and additional reports on Tuesday by announcing that the team would work virtually. With uh, well, The statement from the Baltimore Ravens with the health and safety of players and staff remaining the highest priority, the Baltimore Ravens have determined that all further team activities will be conducted virtually today. Uh, due to the condensed schedule and preparation for the Steelers game, the Ravens will cancel media availability for today. Uh, the Ravens are set to face the Steelers on Thanksgiving Day. They are 10-0, and by the way, the Pittsburgh Steelers. A game that might assume... Uh, that one might assume would be canceled with uh, what appears to be a coronavirus outbreak occurring at the Ravens facility. However, as of the time of this writing, the NFL appears determined to play the game as scheduled. The league's position on this matter seems incredible, given that they have postponed other games when the teams involved had similar or fewer numbers of positive cases. The league's refusal to postpone the game also stands in contrast to the recent implementation of even more strict coronavirus protocols. Well, let me explain something to you. Uh, It's not always about safety. It's also about economics. And this will be probably the most watched out of the three games on Thanksgiving. Nobody else is going to watch the other two. They're garbage teams. Uh, they might be on in the background, but no one's going to be really paying attention. People are going to get involved in playing video games and other things, and maybe even board games. I don't know, but they won't be watching the other two games. So the NFL has no choice, but to put the Steelers Ravens on because again, it's the only one that anybody wants to watch. Uh, from Aaron uh, Kasinitz, he's an NFL spokesman. He said, we'll continue to monitor developments in consultation with our medical experts. Our foremost concern is the health and safety of our players, coaches, and game personnel. There is no change to the status of the game. They talk out both sides of their mouth, don't they? Because if it was really about the safety of the players and the staff, they would cancel the game. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with economics. Of course, the Ravens are set to face the Steelers in primetime on Thanksgiving Day, making it very difficult for the league to reschedule it. So there you go. Steelers and Ravens. And I think the Steelers are going to win pretty easily. I think they're going to win by six. There you go. You heard it first on the John Smith show. All right. We got about uh, 20 minutes left, a little bit less. Let's go back. Let's talk about AOC and Elon Omar. See, they are, uh, they're kind of going after Biden and his former chief of staff. See, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of Animosity right now in, in the uh, the Democratic Party. I mean, I know the media loves to talk about the Republican Party and what a what a crap show it is, and it is. There's no question about it, it is. But they don't talk about how bad the Democratic Party is. Because right now there are you've got the old Democrat Party, and Joe Biden's part of that. And as much as Nancy Pelosi pretends that she's not, she is. She's part of that old, you know, left wing, but kind of left center Democratic Party. Where they kind of wanted to do some socialist ideas like, you know, free health care and all that type of crap. But uh, Ocasio-Cortez and Omar, they want full blown socialism along with crazy Bernie. And uh, they're, starting to, they're starting to make some people mad inside the Democratic Party. So let's get to the article. Reps Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Ilhan Omar, who should be in prison, by the way, in my opinion, are boosting a petition against Joe Biden nomination. His, uh, nominating his former chief of staff to a new role in his administration, calling Bruce Reed a deficit hawk and criticizing his past support for Social Security and Medicare cuts. Why it matters. Does it doesn't matter? I don't know. Progressives are mounting their pressure campaign after the president-elect did not include any of their favorite candidates in his first slate of cabinet nominees. That's right, because Joe Biden is a—he is a liar. And you're just figuring this out? When you climb in bed with a snake, you're going to get bit. And they are serious about installing some of their allies, blocking anyone who doesn't pass their smell test. Hmm. If it's not rancid enough. And making noise if they're not heard. Oh, that's all they do. That's all they do is squawk. right 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 Uh, Driving the news, some progressives have privately said the order of Biden's announcements was important to send an early signal. The incoming administration took them seriously. So far, they're suspicious of some of the people being named or rumored for jobs. You mean like John Kerry? That's just got to, oh man, that just has to just get under AOC's skin. She's the one pushing the Green New Deal. She's like the hardcore Marxist that's pushing all this BS. And Biden picks John Kerry, a lifelong billionaire, white dude, Democrat, who parks his boat in another state because Massachusetts charges so much tax on yachts. So he parks it over in Connecticut. Yeah, that guy, the guy who supposedly threw his Vietnam medals over the, uh, the wall at the White House, that guy, Lurch, old John Kerry Lurch. She's got to be so ticked off. And I find it pretty funny. I do. I find it pretty funny. Uh, but happy with John Kerry, it goes on to say, Janet Yellen, Alejandro uh, Mayorkas and Linda Thomas Greenfield, Ocasio-Cortez, Omar uh, and Omar and fellow squad members, Rep. Uh, Rashida Tlaib are the first sitting members of Congress to sign the petition, which objects to Reed potentially serving as head of the office of management and budget. It was launched by justice Democrats. Oh, Quote, rejecting Reid will be a major test for the soul of the Biden presidency, it says, demanding that OMB be staffed with people who prioritize working people, not Wall Street deficit scaremongers. Oh, uh, if you're nothing else, AOC, you're definitely a scaremonger. Reid led the Bull simpson Commission under Barack Obama, which progressive's Uh, opposed because it made cuts to social security and Medicare. Now, why is that something that the media never talked about? The fact that Biden and Obama made cuts to social security and Medicare quote, Biden must not repeat Obama's mistake. Boy, that's interesting that the media never talked about that yet. Here's AOC saying, yes, that happened. And then if a Republican or like a, a conservative mouthpiece would have come out and said that the media would have called us all a bunch of liars. The Biden transition team didn't respond to a request for comment by publication time. What they're saying, Omar told Axios, she's proud to join justice Democrats, justice Democrats or the justice league. And our progressive coalition in saying no to deficit hawks. If the Biden administration is serious about protecting Medicare and Social Security, they must not appoint one of the biggest champions of cuts to lead the budget agency, she said in her statement. The backdrop, incoming reps Jamal Bauman and Cory Bush, who are also backing the petition, atten- attended a protest last week outside the Democratic National Committee urging Biden to keep his promise to pass a true, a two trillion-dollar climate policy. Oh, see, we can thank people like Cindy McCain and Mitt Romney and, I don't know, Jeff Flake and all these other leftist Republicans for going out and uh, promoting Joe Biden. We can thank all those people, all those traitors, for getting this crap to the level it's at already, and we can also thank everybody that had to go out and vote for Joe Jorgensen. Thank you very much. How are you? How are you liking the Joe Biden quasi presidency so far? He's not even in office yet, and they're already talking about taking two trillion dollars out of the private economy and dumping it into the uh, public black hole. Anyway, so there's a riff. Yeah, there's a riff in the Democratic Party and these progressives, as they call themselves. I like to say Stalinists, Marxists, Utopians. Yeah, they got... uh, yeah, they're uh, no, they're not real happy with Joe Biden. How about the CDC? Let's jump. Let's jump over to the CDC. They're saying uh, they're telling Americans to avoid alcohol and singing during their Thanksgiving gatherings. Yeah, call in the fun police. Here they come. The CDC has published a lengthy list of guidelines for how people should behave at Thanksgiving gatherings, including avoiding singing keeping noise levels down, and limiting alcohol consumption. Now, remember this. Please remember this, uh, that part of it. And just for the sake of it, I'll repeat it. They want to avoid singing, keeping noise levels down, and limiting alcohol consumption. Now, The two, the keeping the noise levels down and the limiting alcohol consumption. up, Because I'm going to get to an article after this article. And I got to get to it fast. Because I want to ask you, if the CDC is telling you to keep the noise levels down and limit the alcohol consumption, why are they not looking into what Gruesome Newsome did over there in California? I'm going to get to that in just a second. Uh, Going back to the article, basically anything fun is frowned upon because of COVID. The guidelines appear on the official CDC website under the heading Holiday Celebrations and Small Gatherings and include literally dozens of considerations for small gatherings of family and friends. Encourage guests to avoid singing or shouting. In other words, turn off the football. Especially indoors, they say, keep music levels down so people don't have to shout or speak loudly to be heard. Oh man, are are we tired of this yet? Are we going to stand up to this yet? Are we going to rise up and fight for our liberties yet? Consumption of alcohol is listed as a high-risk activity. That, quote, may alter judgment and make it more difficult to practice COVID-19 safety measures. How come you're not talking about pot, though? What about the legalization of marijuana? How come you're not talking about marijuana? That doesn't alter your judgment and make it difficult to follow or practice COVID-19 safety measures, CDC? Why is it that you're going after, I don't know, Budweiser, but you're not going after marijuana? Just curious. Just curious. Uh, The guidelines also state that people must wear masks, stay six feet apart from people they don't live with, along with a virtual essay length list of suggested behaviors that are impossible to uphold and would completely ruin the occasion. Respondents to the guidelines on Twitter were not very impressed. Quote, code for avoid living. This is not the American experience, one said. Another person said, up next, no laughing, talking, or blinking. Another person said, what in God's name would music levels have to do with virus transmission? Well, you might have to talk a little louder. You might have to shout. You might have to shout. I am going to blare music on Thanksgiving Day, and I am going to be screaming at the TV as I watch my Steelers play the Ravens, I won't watch the other two. I uh, Maybe, but along with Turkey and those crappy games, I will be sleeping. Anyway, I want to go back. Okay, so I just read about that, right? The CDC wants to ruin your life and just suck the fun out of, out of life. Anything they can do to suck fun out of life, they're going to try to do. And if you think for a minute that the CDC has any idea what they're talking about, you're stupid. Okay, this, isn't, this has nothing to do with science, has nothing to do with medical expertise. It has everything to do about destroying tradition and ripping the freaking fun out of America so they can turn us all into a bunch of robots who want to lay around on the couch and get paid to do nothing, to do not to contribute anything to society. I can't take it anymore. So remember keeping noise levels down. Oh, we got a call. Okay, go ahead. You're you're on the John Smith show. What's going on?
1: I gotta say with this more censorship, this is Donald Trump's biggest weakness allowing censorship to go rampant. Big mistake. And he allowed the rats to write Big mistake. Mm. It all comes down to this. censorship, suppression of speech, so on and so forth. What's your thoughts on that?
0: You know, I agree with you. I don't understand why Trump didn't do more about the riots. I don't know why he didn't do more. Uh, you know, and this is where the Republicans are, are responsible for a lot of what's going on right now because they, they can bring up Jack, Dorsey and they can bring up, uh, you know, the uh, Zuckerberg and they can bring up all these people in in front of the Senate and they can talk about censorship and all this BS. But if the, if the justice department is not going to do anything about it, then what's the point? I don't know how much control Trump, what he has or what he could have done, but I know his justice department should have done more bill Barr, uh was a complete letdown and i don't know what I, the republicans should have should have they should have helped him out but I don't, I don't know if they could have done anything with crazy nancy pelosi but they should have at least tried they should have put up uh some sort of legislation and put it uh sent it over to the house and let them let them turn it down you know let them not even vote on it. at least it would be on the record
1: yeah, he, he's with um, basic freaking supporters getting censored, getting erased off the internet. YouTube channels with hundreds of thousands of, um, subscribers, views, millions of views, just completely erased. Mm-hmm. And what did he do? He'll, he'll make a tweet and say, I'm monitoring the situation as basically the extent of it and nothing happens. Um, and with these riots, I almost felt like he was, he thought it would, um, help him. He thought it would help his re-election chances to let the riots go on, let them burn and loot because see, then people would say, I'm not, I gotta vote for the other guy. But they can't allow these riots to happen. I think he thought it would help his re-election chances. I honestly think that's why he let it go on. Do you well, think that I'm off base with that?
0: Well, let me ask you this, though. In, in all honesty, what could he have done? Should he have sent in the military? What could he have done?
1: I felt like he should have sent to the National Guard
0: well, remember, that's up to the Governor to accept that, and the governor he could, because he was offering it, and the governors were refusing it.
1: Yeah, but when it gets to there's what's an insurrection Act, when it gets to their burning down police stations, you got to step in.
0: Yeah, you,
1: you got to put your foot down. If he, he did have the ability to do that, he could have did it, could have sent it in the National Guard. But he didn't. He said, oh, it's up to the governor or something. No, he could have did it. But then he's afraid of um, backlash or something. Sure. Like, oh, he's a fascist dictator. He should have did the right thing. said he allowed supporters to get beaten in the street by these communists and cheaply people. And nothing happened. They're getting bailed out. Let them get censored. It's just um, big, big mistakes. And yeah. I think that's why, um,
0: if you think back to, know, what do you think? well, if you think back to what happened in, uh, Ohio, uh, when, uh, Nixon sent the national guard in, you know, uh, that was something that, you know, four people were killed because of that. And Nixon was never able to get past that. You know, that was, of course, the media was just as left then as they are now. And they hated Nixon. But uh, that just looked very. That was kind of a tarnish, you know, on his reputation. And I don't know. Maybe that was the reason Trump tried to avoid that or did avoid that. He didn't want his Nixon moment.
1: If you remember that down at Kent, criticize him.
0: You know, in Kent University. I hear
1: it, but yeah, yeah, they're they're going to criticize him no matter what he does.
0: (laughs) No, that's true. What he
1: does, they're going to find a way to. Turn it against him. So he's just got to do the right thing and not worry about the backlash because he's going to have his base support him. But I honestly think he allowed the riots to go on because he thought it would help his chances. It didn't help his support. But I think people saw through that. I think a lot of people saw through that. They didn't like that. So the backlash, they thought, oh, I'll just get, just get back to normal, man. Get Joe Biden in there. Let's get back to normal because. I'm not dealing with these riots
0: every week. Yeah. Do now, do you live in an area where there are riots? Or where, are you, where are you calling from?
1: Uh, Chicago.
0: Oh, geez. Okay, Chicago. wow. Yeah, okay. So you've seen some crazy stuff going on in your city. Uh, I don't know if it's going to get any better sure. in Chicago, but, man, I'll tell you what, I hope it does. I'm not saying that's a good thing that Biden got elected, because it's not. We're going to see the country just... Uh, completely go downhill, but uh, um, you know, economically and morally, but uh, will the riots stop? They might. They're definitely taking a break, right?
1: Yeah, they have. haven't seen them as much, but I just think that he he made a lot of mistakes, and he he put his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, a complete serpent Jared kushner he gave him too much power too much too much influence that was a big mistake
0: well i mean just, jared kushner did a good job though as far as bringing some middle east treaties together though you got to admit that that's that's the, you know those are things that have haven't happened that uh, presidents have been promising to do for decades and they weren't able to do it yeah, but, but it, he worked with you know uh, uh, as far as the economic side of things and Kushner was pretty good there in, in that regard
1: I think it was all to help Israel so it was all about Israel 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 it didn't help the United States at all. all this stuff was all about benefiting Israel so I don't think it helped us it was all about um benefiting Israel that was his main objective the only thing he cared about and he had influence when it comes to domestic policy too and
0: yeah, but if I we don't have to send unliberal. our if we don't have to send our boys and girls over to the Mi- Middle East to fight endless wars because people are actually signing treaties with Israel and they're not going you know batshit crazy over there, I think that does benefit our country. I don't think our country needs to be in uh, you know policing the world over there. And if we can bring that our boys home,
1: point. that is a good point. He, he made some Trump into do some. A few things when it came to trying to get out of Syria, things like that. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get out of Afghanistan. So I will give him credit for that. And you saw the the news media, they came hard hard on him, said, Oh it's the Kurds. What about the Kurds? Some other excuses to try yeah. to get well, war, so
0: Yeah, they're never gonna be happy with anything that like you said earlier, they're never gonna give Trump any credit for anything. But at the end of the day, if we can bring home 2,500 of our soldiers so that they're on American soil and they're not over there getting shot at and get blown, you know, blown to bits, I'm okay with that.
1: That's true. We'll just have to see. Now, America's I will tell you this and-
0: I've been asking it on this show. I don't know if you, uh, how often you tune into the show, but I've been asking this question. What country are we going to invade first under a Biden administration? What country are we going to go to war with first? And how soon is it going to happen?
1: <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. I'm, I'm going to say somewhere in the Middle East. Yeah. Maybe on um, Syria. I'm saying Syria.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very possible. Yeah. There's also a possibility that there may be a skirmish down in the uh, like South America or Central America, somewhere in that ballpark. But we'll find out, you know, maybe somewhere in Asia. You know, he uh, I don't know. I mean, North Korea, they're not going to be happy. They're not going to work with Biden. So God only knows what could happen over there. I mean, North Korea could invade South Korea and guess who's going to get involved? We are.
1: Yep. maybe. Um. You know what I'd like to see them do is go to Turkey and take out Turkey for China, <laughs> do what Turkey's doing. They're being the typical of tyrants over there, trying to invade Armenian situation. Mm-hmm. If they could do that, they could start flexing on Turkey. I would like to see that at least.
0: Yeah, we'll Instead see.
1: Of all I, this other nonsense. That-
0: I, I don't want to see our our uh, troops over there any more than they they have been. I mean, I, I think the whole. This whole, you know, Bush had this dream of, of spreading capitalism and liberty and all that other stuff, taking America over to the central or to the, uh, to the um, Middle East. And the people over there, dude, they, they live in freaking caves. They have no interest in freedom and, and uh, that type of stuff. They just want to be tyrants over there. They have no interest in what America does. They hate our guts anyway. So that was a big lie. And how many of our men and women had to give their lives over there during Bush and Obama? For what?
1: Yeah, that was that was all about, um, it, it had, it had it nothing to do with freedom or democracy. and, this and that. that was about poppy seed, the um, heroin, heroin field, whatever it was, opiate field. That was about oil. That was about Israel protecting. That was just a big criminal on uh, really a freaking war crimes up the Wazoo war crimes left and right.
0: Well, that's how they sold it to us, right? They sold it to us that they were going to, you know, democratize the Middle East and everyone was going to be free and they were going to, you know, it was going to be like another Russia, you know, where business was going to boom and all this type of stuff after the Soviet Union fell, except uh, a little different, a little different mentality, a little different culture there. Uh, But you're right. I mean, a lot of it was about the poppy fields and the heroin. A lot of it was about the oil, and a lot of it was about Daddy Bush. You know, Saddam Hussein he put a hit out on on Daddy Bush and and little Junior. Well, he wasn't going to have any of that.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Yeah. So I guess we'll see going forward. I think honestly, you're both. They both are controllable. Uh, controlled opposition. Trump he he gave us some bones. He did some good things mm-hmm. but at the end of the day he's got Sheldon Adelson controlling him. He, he wasn't um he wasn't totally bought that was a big target. But you know, he, he paid himself in, he bought himself in. It was on his dime. No, he had major donors just like everyone else and do
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, just he give people money for nothing. They expect something in return. I think that's really what it comes down to
0: everyone's bought and paid for. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Sadly, that's true. But, uh, America needs to stop worrying about who the president is and, and, uh, who's in charge because this country, the people are in charge and we need to start acting that way. And we need to stop listening to the press and stop hating certain groups. And we need to find out, you know, we we just need to be humane towards one another and not let, the media or the government control us. And that's going to, you know, I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but, uh, that's the only thing that would heal the country is if us, the citizens came together and stop worrying about what, who was in charge. You know what I'm saying?
1: Totally agree. That, that's, um, they've been dividing us for, it's been a freaking decade after decades of this propaganda. Divided strategy. So we're pretty much at the breaking point. It seems like just years after years of um, propaganda, now it's finally starting to set in. We're finally starting to see the decay, so to speak, with these riots, with the, the transgender craft, you know, yeah. everything you could think of, the music industry, TV, movies, it's all connected to being moralized, um, the country. And, I feel like we're, we're, um, we're in some bad trouble. Oh like, yeah. Serious trouble right now.
0: Yeah, we are. Starting we're
1: morality. And- yep.
0: Yeah. They they call themselves progressives, but they're actually regressing. They're regressing back to Sodom and Gomorrah days. They're going backwards. They're not progressing anywhere. You know, HBO, I just, I had a story I was going to talk about tonight about HBO, about these parents who are trying to get their four-year-old boy to see himself as a girl. Four years old. And this is some stupid show that's coming out on HBO. And they're talking about how four-year-olds know exactly if if they're the wrong gender. Now, come on, a four-year-old. And
1: they always try to disguise it as. Equality is is um acceptance and blah blah blah. But it's just the play, same playbook of the Soviet Union. This is what they said. They said, "I here to liberate you." It's about um you're being oppressed. We, you know, we we have to save you. because These evil people are trying to keep you down, and it's the same playbook. This is what they do. They try to disguise it as equality. Um, you know, acceptance blah, 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 but it's pure garbage.
0: That's right, and there's always an enemy. You know, in Hitler, he had the Jew. The Jew was the enemy that was trying to keep everybody down. And uh, in this country, it's the conservative Christian.
1: Yep.
0: We're the enemy. And, uh, and I'm not yep. saying we, is, I, I don't know where your faith is, but I'm talking about just the the Christians in general, they're the ones who are causing all the problems. They're the ones that are xenophobic. They're the ones that are homophobic. They're the ones that are transphobic. You know, whatever they believe in, they just throw phobic on the end of it, and that's what a Christian is.
1: Yeah, who historically has been against Christians? Historically. Who who hates Jesus Christ? Who is against Christians? The Christian religion. Historically, who is it?
0: Well, I mean, you've got the Muslims who hate, have always hated the Christian. You've got the Jew who turned their back on the Christian. You've got, I mean, just about anybody that's, you know, uh, anybody that is not a Christian hates the Christians.
1: Yep. Seems like the problem is there's not many Muslims who are the head of, um, Major media institutions like Mark Zuckerberg and Jeff Zucker, Sergi Brin—all these major influencers, major power brokers—they all come from the same background. So it's not um, being a hater to point out these things and notice these things. Notice who's funding each side of the aisle. I don't. I think people should really start to wake up when it comes to that situation, mm-hmm. who's really controlling things, who's really in power it's not, it's not um being a hater to notice these things to point them out it's with people more people would you know
0: Well, this is what I always say you know if if there's millions of people that believe something that you have to say it's a legitimate belief. you may not agree. You may, not, you may think that uh, what they believe is completely asinine or insane, but you can't say it's illegitimate. And uh, that's kind of what the left now is doing to the Trump supporter or um, you know, a Christian is that they're, they believe that our beliefs are illegitimate. And because they're illegitimate, then the, their minds must be changed. And that's that gets yeah. that gets scary. That's when we start dropping into fascism. You know, you've got Antifa who runs around claiming to be anti fascist when they're the most fascist group in the freaking planet.
1: Communist. are total communist. Yeah, they believe you know
0: they do. Well, they believe that fascism uh, is in line with uh, someone who goes out and works for a living and makes money and takes, you know, takes advantage of capitalism. In their mind, that's who a fascist is. When in fact, fascism and communism, yeah, they're pretty close.
1: Yeah, they said, um, "Donald Trump's Hitler." They it, said, easy. Really, oh, he's, he's like Hitler. He was like the biggest supporter of Israel against the Jews." <laughs> Bibi Netanyahu, Jared Kushner, but they still just—they're so useful. idiots. that's what they are. They're so clueless. Mm-hmm. They don't even know anybody. They just repeat talking points. to hear, "Come on." People like
0: Jake Tapper and so forth. I agree, man. Hey, well, listen, i got to end the show, unfortunately. Listen, um, I really appreciate you calling in. You have made made some great points. Uh, Stay safe out in Chicago. Uh, Do you celebrate Thanksgiving, or are you offended by Thanksgiving?
1: Nope. Got a turkey ready to go. <laughs> Good for you.
0: <laughs> and I say that, I just laugh because there's so many people that are offended by Thanksgiving. It's uh, like the most ridiculous thing. Because once again they've been told a bunch of lies. You know. So
1: Yeah, they wanna they wanna demonize, demoralize any way possible, even though it comes to our holidays, traditions, everything possible, they're gonna crap on it. So can't let it get you down, just gotta keep moving forward.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I agree. I don't let All it get me down, appreciate you know? You taking
1: the time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What was your name, man? Kevin. All right, Kevin. Hey, call anytime, brother, okay?
1: Okay. Thanks. I will do. Appreciate All right.
0: it. All right, man. Be safe out there, and happy Thanksgiving. All right. Well, that was Kevin out of Chicago, and uh, my show has run very, very late Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to get to the rest of these stories because I do have uh, – got to get the show prepped and edited and out uh, to Good Talk Radio, my friends over there at Good Talk Radio, uh, because we are simulcast on Good Talk Radio every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Mountain Time, and that's goodtalkradio.com. You can find all of our stuff at saywhatyouwillradio.com, and we will be on Roku soon. We're going to have a Roku channel uh, that is part of uh, Good Talk Radio, and it's going to be called Cutting Edge TV or the Cutting Edge Network. Uh, Right now, for all of the videos, you can actually go to CuttingEdgeNetwork.com as well. And guess what? It's all about free speech and no censorship whatsoever, unlike uh, other social media sites. So again, hey, Kevin, thanks for calling in, brother. Uh, Be safe out in Chicago. Everybody else, have a fantastic night. I will be back Sunday evening at 7 p.m. on Sunday nights. And then uh, Monday through Thursday, it's 8 p.m. And of course, that's Mountain Time. Uh, So be back here Sunday night at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Until then, have a great Thanksgiving and God bless.